forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Are you ready for some sloppy second juice? Stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks. Ooh. Ah. That was a good one. I, I'm Big Dipper, and that's Meepa. Welcome back to Sloppy <laughs> Seconds with Big Dipper and Meepa. Macaroni ah. in a pot. That's my favorite line. Macaroni wow. in a pot. We got some hoes up in here. We've got some whores in this house. That's the that's the sample. Whores. We have some. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna lie to you. I only listened to it once. I wanted it to be. We're like, talking about wet ass pussy. We're talking about wop wop wop. I wanted it to be more like no wop wop like upbeat and like hard. Yeah. But it was cute. It was. I liked whoever did Carby, Cardi B's um writing words. Carby B's. Carby B's. <laughs> Uh yeah, the carbs were on point. It was uh, amazing. Yeah, I mean it. It, it was uh, okay. I will tell you this. Uh, my friend Donnell, who I drove across country with, uh, mm-hmm. um, he zoom he he sent me a zoom invite, and I got on the zoom invite, and we're talking, and then all of a sudden he like shared the screen, and he started playing the video, and it was moments after it came out, and Ooh. I felt. I felt like we were on one of those YouTube like react channels. Yeah, you should have been recording it. Because we were screaming, my jaw was on the floor. Like it kept with everything when when Cardi appeared in the splits and then Megan yes. appeared in the splits and then yes. Normani showed up. Like it was yes. just over and over and over again. But I think it's the kind of thing that like we are hungry as consumers and as uh, like entertainment audiences for this content and it came out and it's amazing and then you sort of it's like so go- great but then you can't listen to the words well that was the there. other <laughs> the words were not there in they're the video all gone and i was like i don't i don't want to watch this like i want to hear the uncensored version carby's carby's little moment in the in the cheetah print the leopard print was like oh my um, god with her tits out so good but her lyrics were like i want you to Am I? And then take your, and then we, and you could, yeah, and I could, and you're like, well, what are we gonna do? Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I, is it fill in the blank? <laughs> it's a Mad Libs. It's her, a Mad Libs. Her, her versus a Mad Libs. <laughs> we should do that. That would be funny. But um, yeah. Uh, the- I just thought it was so good. I also love like, like I don't think Megan has like done a big huge video like that. But like Cardi is like such just over the top that like anytime you could you could see when they were like run around the corner and Cardi's like fully acting it out and like right. being goofy. But I don't know. I think she also slayed the choreo like better than Megan did in the scenes where they were doing it side by side. Okay, so I have gone back and watched this. I'm so curious about this. So like obviously there's choreo. Never in the video, because in the video they say wet and gushy. It's yeah. the radio edit. And on the, uh, I was in the 7 Eleven the other day and I heard it on the radio. And on the radio, it's not even wet and gushy. On the radio, it's wet, wet, wet. That's, they just they say wet, wet, wet over again. Like it's even more censored on the radio. And then I think for the video, YouTube made them censor it. So I'm sure that there's a version of this video where you actually see them say the words wet ass pussy. But if you go and look, it's all chopped out. They never yeah. actually say it. They cut away from them rapping all the time because I'm sure they filmed the video with the real version. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
So, but I was proud of the dancing. That's incredible. Yeah, it was amazing. I, I will it say. It was so funny. Someone posted on Twitter. I, I don't know who. Look it up. But it said, like, the kid spot version is just going to be like, we got some chores in the house. We got some chores in the house. We I, got these chores cho- in I the house. love kid spot versions of, like, adult songs. It's so funny to me. Like, what was what did they do for the Fetty Wap song? I don't, I don't know. know. But Kids Bop. Kids Bops are some bops. Kids Bop is when, Wait, wasn't Kids Bop a TV show before it was just, like, YouTube content? I don't think so. I think you're thinking of, like, Zoom or something. I don't think they were ever a TV show. I think it was just, like, albums. It was, like, now this music for kids. Oh, okay. You're thinking of Zoobly Zoo. Did you ever watch Zoobly Zoo? No. Zoobly Zoo. No. Zoobly Zoo. And it had, um, was it, Will, was it Ben Vereen? Yes. Oh, my God. Zoobly Zoo is, you need to, you need to take that ecstasy or that acid and put it up your butt and watch Zoobly Zoo. That is what you need to do. Now, what was the one where, not Mr. <laughs> Rogers, um... Oh, never mind. It's not going to come to me. Speaking of zoos, you um, bought Just a zoo. Opened. I bought a zoo. We bought a zoo. That was one of the worst movies ever. Scarlett Johansson. Thank I've you. I've never seen it. It's no good. Um, yeah, we just got a cat. We schemed and we scammed and we got a little kitty cat. Oh and Lord have it. She is just, I didn't realize the smell. It's. <laughs> So, I, okay, if for anyone who's never received an email from Meatball, the signature line says, Sorry from about me- the smell? It says, Sorry about the smell at the end of your emails. And now, and now I might mean it. <laughs> no, we've, um, it's very strange. We got a kitten and we, I don't know. I, because it's COVID, like we wanted a kitten, but because it's COVID, like the shelters aren't really open. So the cats aren't being socialized as much with like people. So basically, we, have a 14 week old feral cat like it's just uh, <laughs> makes sense in your house it's doesn't j- finally like everything about her is great though except for this wild habit that we don't know what to do with she pees in the litter box go she off does everything fine we have her put in one room right now just in the bedroom uh-huh. until she like until we like are figuring out that she's cool with us before we open her up to this entire house because she'll just shit everywhere but <laughs> She is scared of her own poops. Whenever the poop starts coming out, she freaks out and runs out of the litter box. And it's not like she's trying to mark her territory by shitting on her bed. She literally freaks out, runs out of the litter box, hits the wall, runs over the bed, shits. There's just shit that follows her because she's pooping while she's running. But it only happens at four o'clock in the morning. Wait, the litter box is in your bedroom? Yeah, you're supposed to with like new with baby cats like this. You're supposed to keep them in one room, and you and, and the let them room. get acclimated to you. Well, we weren't going to put her in the drag room. We weren't going to put her in the guest bedroom because it's too hot back there. Mm-hmm. What's her uh, name? Oh, okay. So we just named her today. Her name is Deb. Deb, great. Deb, I love. We were gonna name her Shitty Kitty because of her. <laughs> shittiness and then we were gonna name her Dolores so we could call her Lola and then we were gonna call her Nickel I like I like human names on cats when I lived in New York uh my ex-boyfriend and I took in a cat and we named him Marcus and I was he nice or was he always was the cat always hiding he now 
is like a fat, happy cat who is fully domesticated when we brought him in the house and like, you know, we didn't catch him. He like hung out on the doorstep and then we fed Mm -hmm. him and then he came inside and then we would let him out at night and he kept coming back. And it was like a long process until we finally sort of like adopted him. Uh, And by we, I mean, my ex-boyfriend really did all the actual adopting, but I was living there. So, Um, but at one point, no, he attacked me and bit my hand and the whole thing swelled up and I truly actually had cat scratch fever. And there are photos of me. I had like a gig or something. And there are photos of me from being out at Westgate with, uh, oh, I was- Just like a ham hock for a ham. They were like, why did Dipper bring that ham leg? (laughs) I was performing um, the song I have with um, soon to be city council member uh marty gold cummings in new york Ooh. Uh, we have a song we should together. Get them. yeah they should come on the show we have a song t- uh together called uh show me your dick and yes. we were performing it at west gay and so i literally had a swollen hand with a bandage on it and i put hello kitty band-aids all over it and then i think in order to complete the look it's possible i put a hello kitty band-aid on my cheek like nelly just to tie it all together aesthetically well, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that sounds absolutely great. But you know me. I'm a mess. I um, thought, well, I thought I got cat scratch fever because when we first went to go look at her, she, like, scratched my arm and it's, like, the little scratches swelled up. Girl. And they were itchy. But now she's, like, fine. We took her to the vet. She seems fine. I mean. Oh, she, Deborah. Does she have a middle name? Cunt? I don't know. Like, <laughs> she's. I like her enough, but I don't like how my house smells. Like, well, I think it'll be different when you can move the litter box out of your bedroom. No, it's I my feel entire like the downstairs. In your bedroom is downstairs and upstairs smell bad because of her. Wow. Maybe you should have named her Shitty Kitty. Now, I think the problem is the litter that we got is just like clay absorbent litter, but it's not like odor absorbent. Because if she's a kitten, she might eat it. Anyway, enough about this cat talk. I don't really care that much. Did you? Says the best cat mom in the world. Did you watch Black is King? Let's talk yes! about it. Oh, the looks, honey. Oh. It's first of all, after watching that with my tiny, tiny understanding of like film production, which is only independent production and not large scale production, I'm like, the amount of money and time. Mm-hmm. That went to, just thinking about like the styling budget, the glam budget. There, at the end of it, when they showed the credits, and it was like other performers. There was like six hundred other people were in Black as King. Yeah, I, and she filmed that when before COVID or did over it start- three years. I mean, I feel like she filmed it. This, I mean, I have no idea. I feel like they signed the deal with. Uh, Disney. She oh, did the, that was back when Lion King was coming. She out. did the Lion King. They recorded the music, and I feel like what she did was she recorded all of that when they recorded that first video that came out when the album dropped, and then they just sort of decided. Th- th- this is what I think at Beyonce's level she does now. She does anything she wants, but she doesn't release it, and then she decides what she's going to release. I feel like she writes 300 songs. I feel like she shoots 100 music. You know what well, I yeah, mean? Well, yeah, and I think she still has Sia locked in that basement. Sia? Remember when Sia like posted something, or it may have been fake, but it was like, help me, she won't let me out? Because Sia no! wrote a bunch of Beyonce songs. Oh, that's amazing. I thought and you it were was referring for lemonade, to... 
For Lemonade, I think Beyonce like rented out this giant mansion somewhere and had all the artists come in the to Hamptons. her. Yeah, yeah, and then they all would live in the house and like work together, and it was like an artist retreat, and none of them were allowed to talk about it. But Sia made one tweet that was like, "Help!" <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So this is my this is my Beyonce theory, and I'm curious to see how you what you think about it. Okay. And I wrote it I wrote it down so I could try to be succinct about it. I feel like people don't freak out as much when Beyonce drops something because all she ever puts out is like the highest caliber amazing mm-hmm. work. And so our understanding of her is excellency. And so when she puts something out like that, we just go like, yup. I wouldn't expect anything less. I'm exactly. like, why are people not freaking out about Black is King? And my theory is like, if Beyonce was on her Instagram live every day, if she was showing us that she was a regular person and not like a, a like an effervescent goddess, then seeing her in this other light, we would be like, holy shit. But yeah. we only ever see her being like so incredible that you watch Black is King and you're like, I was gagged at every second. Didn't expect anything less. Yeah, and when it came out, (laughs) even I was just like, everyone was like freaking out about watching it. And I was like, I'll watch it when I have time to watch it. I know it's going to be amazing. It's going to be incredible. I don't know what it's going to be. And so now every time she releases something, I think you're right. People aren't as excited about it being amazing. They're just kind of like, oh, um, I wonder what new thing she's doing. What new incredible thing is Beyonce up to? It's like, I wonder if, what she'll be dancing like in this one or what the cinematography will be like in this one. But it's always going to be amazing. I also live for her just stepping into her own ship because she's like, guess what? A film by Beyonce. And oh, yeah. there, <laughs> there are other credits at the end that say like additional directors because like mm-hmm. obviously people were like working on other things with her. But like she's like, nope, it's mine. It's very clear that. It's mine, but you <laughs> came I to direct it. this part. <laughs> I just couldn't be behind the camera and dancing at the same time. Right. She, I mean, like like it's any news to anyone. She's fucking incredible. Watch Black is King. I've actually been go- going back and listening to that album a lot. And when I first listened to, um, the album isn't called Black, and, Black is King. What is the album called? Oh, yeah. The Lion King. The Gift. <laughs> we should take a break. Yeah. We'll be right. We'll be right. Black. We'll be right. Black is king. Black is king. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including calorie smart. Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor Meals, I'm like, oh baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool. 
that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay, we're back. Okay, so something that we're going to start doing this Tuesday is because we do have an inbox full of emails, but I think we're going to start answering questions. Yes. Oh, I love this idea. Yeah, so um, I pulled a couple. Okay, amazing. I think yeah. maybe we talked about, I don't know. The so a reminder, was- well, just quickly, a reminder for everyone, you can email us at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. And if you maybe missed last week and you're like, what's happening? It's Tuesday. We, our new format, we're doing Tuesdays and Fridays. So Fridays will be our interview with our special guest. This week, we have uh, Layla McQueen. She'll be with us on Friday, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to figure out Tuesdays. Tuesdays could be um, advice. Tuesdays could be talking shit. Tuesdays could be a radio and- A radio play. Tuesdays could be another swing by drag and drive, drive and drag. I love roving reporting out in the world. Me too. Maybe just better mics next time. But that's on us. I could set it up better or not hold it just in front of my face. Because you do recall that I was like, Meatball, what do you think? And I never put the mic out to you. Yeah, I was definitely leaning a lot. (laughs) But we did get that amazing, like, on the spot reporting idea uh, from. Yeah, we got that idea from (laughs) NymphoWars. Yeah. From Macy, Rodman, and Theta. When it. Ham, when is the new Hamilton? All also on Disney Plus. When is the next season oh, yeah. of InfoWars coming out? I think I just need to um, bite the bullet, and I don't know why I haven't subscribed to their Patreon. It's because I want to listen. Are on Are they my still po- putting stuff out on Patreon? I don't know. It's because I want to listen on my phone on like my podcast app. Yeah. and Patreon, you feel a little more tethered. But I want to support them. No, there's a money. Patreon app. I just downloaded it. Oh, go off, Diva. Yeah. All right. All right. Hi, Big Dipper and Meatball. I met this guy who's three years older than me when we were in high school. Wait a minute. We had an immediate sexual chemistry. We continued to fool around through college, work, dating, and even after we married other people. We got together for the first time in a year yesterday. Our city has reopened after COVID. What do you mean after COVID? And he told me he wants to divorce. He wants a divorce 
and he wants me to leave my husband so we can be together. We've been each other's side pieces because the sex is really good, but we have never been more than that. And I'm not willing to blow up my life to be with him. Even if we have been fuck buddies for 23 years, what should I do? Happy on the side. Huh. Okay. Something I want to say. Ooh, my God. Something I want to say is that it sounds like happy on the side. You are not happy on the side. (laughs) Well, they're happy on the side. No, it sounds like you are a poly person who has not fully identified with being polyamorous. Because if you have a fuck buddy for 23 years, that's not like a slip up or whatever. That is like you understand how to operate in a world where you have not only one partner, but another. And I feel like he, I don't quite understand. I need some more things answered. Like, does your partner know that you're, still fucking with this person like are you and your partner open no it's clear they're not because he says side piece side piece is not third side piece is like secretive okay and he wants you to leave your husband i mean do you want to leave your husband like yeah do you want to try this like it's really up to you but honestly like him leaving his husband for you i don't know if that's the best idea either because like what if this what if he marries you and then just like picks a new side piece or what if y'all are only good as side pieces sex. and not as here? Here's my thing. Whole pieces. I, how do <laughs> front pieces, front pieces, back pieces, side pieces? Uh, wh- wh- what is it like to be in a marriage where every time you look at your partner, you know you're lying to them? Oh God, could you imagine? It's like me dealing with my parents. I- <laughs> what are you lying to them about? Just you're like, gay. If I'm okay, <laughs> you—they don't know you're gay. They don't. They don't know. They have no idea. <laughs> oh, someone wrote in and was like, "I can't believe you used Logan's real name on the show." Oh uh, yeah, I saw that too. Someone else wrote in and said, "This episode is chaotic." Yeah, <laughs> everyone hated last week's Susie. Yeah, episode. whatever. You no, we eat. we mentioned your real name because we were interviewing your boyfriend. Us yeah. bleep our us bleeping our real names is sort of just a running joke now. It's like it's a part- joke. It's like how I blur my feet in pictures. <laughs> it's not for any real reason. Well, it's for the benefit of the the viewer. Yeah, people got to pay if they want to see these little piggies. <laughs> people got to pay for my foot. What is it called? Uh, An foot old- fetish? Oh, well we talk with show you suck about starting an only feet. Only feet. <laughs> only feet. Okay, no but- one wants to see it. That's what I mean about lying to your partner. Like, I yeah, I, re- I remember, like, lying about little things. Like, um, I don't know. Like, even just little things like, oh, where were you? Or who are you on the phone with? And you're like, I don't want to get into it if it's, like, a, a friend of mine you don't like or, like, whatever. And you're just yeah. like, oh, I just ran to the corner store. Oh, I was blah, blah, blah. But, like. I, that gives me a sinking feeling in my stomach, and I can't I don't imagine. Think I can do that. Actually, living with someone and completely lying about like cheating on them—that's psycho, right? Yeah, it's crazy. It's out of control. Can you write in if you're a cheater and a chronic cheater, and how you look your and partner how- in the eyes? I want to hear. Yeah, like about how that. do you? How are you just walking around knowing that you did something that, like, if they ever found out, would break would their fucking heart? It. That means you actually don't love them, right? 
Yes, that's exactly what that means. It seems like this marriage is a convenience because it's like something that's happening. Like it's just there, but you're still fucking around with some guy for 23 years. Like, I don't know. Leave your partner. Don't be a bad person. Unless did you're you, open. did you, what did you say? Unless, unless you're open unless and he knows open. about it. Yeah. But it, did you see that show on HBO called Run? No. The premise of the show is that these two people who are like college sweethearts made a pact that at any point in their future life, if they texted run to the other person and the other person also responded run, they would meet meet at the top of the tower in Seattle. No, they would like meet in at, at grand central station or uh, Penn station in New York at the f- the next 24 hour cycle at like a train and get on a certain train. That seems like a lot of details. Why can't you type run meet you at this location? Well, because the idea is like, who knows where they'll be in the world. And so they give them 24 hours to like get to New York and get on the, so whatever. But it's an interesting idea to have other relationships that sort of exist that aren't your partnership or your marriage. You know, whether it's like. a Yeah, best- but I don't understand. Like, this seems like they they're keeping this person on the back burner because it's like convenient. Like if their marriage does fall apart, I've always got this person. And that's a right. really shitty thing to do to somebody. For both people, for yeah. all, all three people involved. Like if he's unhappy, he should just leave his husband and it should not be up to you to leave your husband. Yeah, completely. I don't know. I say don't do it. Me neither. I say break up with both of them and go meditate. Yeah. Find out who you are. <laughs> Find out who you are. Date yourself. Date your, love. Uh, wait, didn't love. someone come on the podcast and say that they were dating themselves? And then we immediately invited them off and didn't publish the episode? Yes. Yes. That's yeah. the one. All hey, right. There's here... a one more letter, but it's very long, but it's I'm about read our it. previous caller. Hi, Divas. Thank you so much for addressing the problematic nature of the viewer question on your viewer listener question on your last episode from Oscar. I personally suffer from phimosis and have been dealing with body dysmorphia ever since one of my early sexual partners confronted me about it and tried to pressure me into getting surgery. What are people pressuring into getting surgery for? I have experienced a lot of shame regarding my dick as a result and it often caused problems when I was hooking up with subsequent guys as I was so self-conscious that I could never stay hard. I wanted to drop in to help educate people about the condition and avoid situations where ignorant gays like Oscar pressure their sexual partners into unnecessary surgical procedures. I'm not saying this surgery shouldn't be an option, but that it is a decision to be made between you and your doctor, especially if your condition is severe enough to cause symptoms like difficulty urinating or inhibiting sexual pleasure. Regardless, no one else should be making that decision for you. In my own case, I have decided not to progress with surgery as my condition has very little impact on my life. I have no problem reaching climax, go off, with or without a partner, okay. And it has only caused me pain in a couple of very intense situations. That's what Meatball wants to know about as you two pointed out last week oscar was having sex with his partner before the operation took place and i can confirm it is perfectly possible to have a fulfilling sex life without medical intervention 
I also wanted to say that it's very little to do with hygiene. The only time I'm unable to pull my foreskin back is when my dick is completely hard. Ooh, oh! We like to hear it. So I have no problem. <laughs> I have no problem cleaning myself properly in the shower or bath when I'm flaccid. You know what? You know what word we don't say enough? Flaccid. Flaccid. <laughs> flaccid. Uh, <laughs> That's my Goldie Hawn. It's spot on. Of course, if your condition is more severe, it might be hard or difficult to wash, but I have met plenty of men with normal penises, in quotes, that stank oh cheese, ew, and yet there is a particular stigma of hygiene surrounding phimosis. Okay, we're nearing the end. The arguments that people make to pressure their partners into surgery are framed in a context of health and medical well-being, but for many people like me, these arguments aren't really relevant and it has little to no impact on life in or out of the bedroom. I think people actually use these arguments inappropriately as a way to encourage a certain aesthetic standard for the penis, which is totally gross and unnecessary. Of course, most people should seek help if they suffer from symptoms which are negatively affecting them. But just because your dick looks or feels different doesn't mean you should be shamed or seek medical attention. Oh, and definitely do not pressure your partner into surgery. That is fucking insane. I'm looking at you, Oscar. Oscar, you did not make any kind of friends on this show. No. Thank you for letting me speak on this pressing issue i would have called in but this is much more coherent and no one needs to hear my heavy breathing down the phone listen they listen to our heavy breathing every week i think i think william cuts a little bit of it out <laughs> there's a there's a plug-in that just cuts out all of our anytime you hear me going <laughs> or like taking a drink uh this says love you fatties best wishes sloppy little fuck Thank you for that really um, clear explanation of the situation. I thought it, uh, that explained it way better than either one of us could have. And totally. I wasn't about to do the research. <laughs> I wonder what population of people have like diagnosable phimosis. Like, I'm sure there are a lot. There's a guy that I follow on Twitter who's got loads, loads of foreskin. What? Just you gotta tons. send me that link. Just, Just like you can pull it like Just, a rope. Girl, you could you could chew on it like a piece of bubble gum. Have you ever blown it up? Shake that laffy taffy. It's a double (laughs) shot if you fill it with tequila. Okay. Remember when you took a shot of tequila out of that guy's foreskin? Yeah. It was weird that you were there and that my mom later saw that. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of the first times we worked together in like a air quotes professional way. And And I was was like like, directing that video and you invited that guy over. And I was like, so can you confirm that he has agreed to do this? And you were like, yes. And then I walked over to him and I was like, cause he wasn't, it's different if they like perform in porn or they like yeah. model all the time. Like he was like a, he like managed a bar in long beach. Yes. And I was like, hi, so has meatball asked you about the tequila and the penis and the foreskin? <laughs> he was like, uh huh. And I was like, and your payment for it is um, this box of fried chicken that we got you. And he was like, yep. <laughs> No, I also paid them cash. It was oh, okay. it was fried chicken and like fifty dollars or something. Okay, yeah. But that also their video. faces weren't in it, and like the go go dancers were gonna ask for a lot more money, you know. <laughs> uh, so listen, be proud of your foreskin, whatever way it is, and shout out to surgery. Also, don't pressure if you want people to. into getting surgery. That's so wild to me. Like, yeah, it's agree. their body. I agree. Also, I think a dick looks better with foreskin. Anyway, have you been? Have, wait, what do you prefer? Um, I used to be Uh-oh. uncomfortable around foreskin because I'm circumcised and I like had no experience with it. And then the first time I sucked a dick that had foreskin, I was like, 
They were like, uh, chew it, bite it, bop it, twist it. World. Yeah, I, I did bop it, twist it, bite it, blow it, twist it, bop it. Will it. you be watching Milan when it comes out on Disney Plus? I heard they're going to charge thirty dollars. Dollars. Here's the thing, and this is going to sound bad. What, I think on. it's to buy. It's to. Oh, I think it's to buy it. But this might sound bad. But like, I'm not going to pay thirty dollars for Mulan. I wouldn't pay thirty dollars for Lion King if it was like. I a would pay thirty dollars if it was live, a musical. If it was a musical, if it was a new live action musical, but I wouldn't pay thirty dollars for the Aladdin one that came out. Like Ooh, that, no. I, I, if it was like an original concept and it was something cool and new, I would. But like, I'll just watch the cartoon Mulan. Girl, the cartoon Mulan is it, and the songs are all bops, bibbity, bobbity, bops. <laughs> We are men. Oh, that's not probably not the best song. (laughs) But when she's talking about who is this This girl I see staring straight back at me. But the Christina Aguilera version, you know, they had to get the white girl to sing it. Girl, because she was like. Would you have just this, Will's face? He was like, "Ugh, this is all." Oh, Did you it. see the Kylie the the Change petition to get Kylie out of the WAP okay. video? I realized that we started with the WAP conversation and we didn't talk about Kylie. I from a music market, and we'll end on this, but from a music marketing standpoint, I understand putting a person with 180 million followers. I also understand when you get to a certain level of fame, it's just this like smaller circle of celebrities where they all mm-hmm. feel like they're friends. But it felt so dumb and stupid and unnecessary. Why wasn't and that like, just Normani walking into a room and then Normani dancing? Because I could watch Normani dance for hours. She Kylie just felt so out of place in it, almost like. It and I know all, her pussy dry. It just like highlighted the fact. That she was so out of place by having her in that video. I mean, to me, it really didn't bother me because it was like a split second. I think it would have been funnier if it was like Kris Jenner. Like she was the (laughs) house mother or something. Like that would have been funny. I love the one where they edited Viola Davis onto it. And it's Annalise Keating drunk in the room. She's bopping around in a sweater. with her slippers on. Jesus. (laughs) Well, listen... um, Thank you all so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can find us here every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, and follow us on Slop on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. I'm Drag's baddest bitch meatball. And welcome back to my channel. I'm Big Dipper. You can follow me at Big <laughs> Dipper Jelly. <laughs> Um, make sure to send us an email at sloppy seconds podcast at gmail.com because we're going to be out here reading these emails on Tuesday. And don't forget to subscribe so you can uh, catch, uh, get every episode. I'm bad at this intro. Let's just be done now. Okay. But also, while we're being done, don't forget to call with a fuck talk story because we will be playing those on Tuesdays as well. 213 536 9180. That's Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meeple on Instagram, Fat Drag Meeple on Twitter. Bye. Zoobly zoo. Zoobly zoo. Wap, 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 wap. It's something imagination. Something in Asian is waiting for you. It's really good. Meatball will find it for you. Doodle doo doo. Forever dog. <laughs> 
Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom! Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Mixed and mastered by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork is drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.